welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. That was really loud, wasn't it? <laughs> I think we're good. Let's keep it rolling. Episode 31. Uh, Sterling and Madison here. No Mike. Mike is currently shredding down the slopes at Wintergreen. He is. He sent us a photo this morning. Or posted a photo on Instagram this morning. Did you see it? I did not. It didn't look like there's a lot of snow there, so I'll have to ask him about I've, it. I've, I've heard a couple of the slopes are, are actually closed because they don't have enough snow. Yeah, it's been warmer up there, and I know they you know, they can make it, but it's got to be a certain temperature for them to blow snow out there. But still looks like fun. Probably a lot more fun than I had today. That's what I was going to say. Do you <laughs> think Mike had more fun than you did oh, today 100%. 100%. I would rather ski through mud than um, uh, go through what I went through today. So, yeah, I bet he's having a blast. Well, with that tease, do we want to just hop right into it? Yeah, let's let's hop into it. So we are recording this on Saturday. Yep. Uh, a little bit different this week, just because Sterling and Mike both uh, out of town coming up tomorrow when we normally re- would record. So Sterling and I played eighteen holes today, 12, 12 holes at Belmont, and then six holes at uh, Little Bell, the short par three course. And yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Madison said he played 18. He he, he played 12 I, holes today. Yeah, um, probably. So the first six, we did... It was supposed to be a six-hole match. Yeah, just straight up stroke play. No no strokes, no nothing. And, and I, you know, just to kind of put my thoughts out there, Madison had just played maybe the round of his life. So if we run it back to last episode, Madison Hill predicted he would shoot 85 at Birdwood. Yep. And I was like, all right, come on, let's set like an actual, like a reach goal. So I said break 80. Yeah. And he was like, oh, if we just want to, what did you say? If we just want to throw out. Throw out random numbers. I don't know if he said random, but yeah, something like that. I, he was like, yeah, we can throw out random numbers. Like, why not break 70? And and Madison Hill went out there, shot 42 on the front nine. Yes. Yep. It was cold, windy, couldn't feel his fingers. It was wet out there, too. And wet. Yep. And he went out, came, I guess you would say you came home, came home in 36. Yep. Two birdies, two bogeys, round of his life. Not the round of my life. I've had, I have played better than that, but uh, definitely recently, especially, you know, I've played a couple of nine hole rounds at Providence. Those have not been going well. Um, but I mean, on the front nine at Birdwood, um, I think I told you this. So I get out there and the first hole is straight. It's just straight away. It goes straight out. There's some bunkers on the left and then it kind of goes uphill towards the end, but not a long hole either. And I thought, you know what? I don't want to hit driver here. I don't feel super comfortable with driver. I'm going to hit three wood. I felt a little more comfortable with three wood. I hit a total of 12 balls on the range because that's all they gave me. And um, yeah, I cold topped it into the first bunker. I, I wouldn't say I topped it because it did go at least probably a hundred yards, but right into the bunker on the first hole. And I was like, Oh, here we go. So to, to make the turn, see a couple birdies on the back nine. I, I was kind of surprised, but, um, it was, it was great. It was a really, really good round with how cold it was. Like I said, wet, the fairways were not rolling out at all. Um, I think I played pretty well. So, yeah, so with that being said, yep. coming into today, I'm thinking, you know, Madison's playing some really 
solid golf right now. <laughs> and my friend Noah and I, Noah played today with us as well. And we went to the gym yesterday and we hit chest. And I don't know if anyone listening or if you ever experienced this, but when you have a tight chest, it can be hard to swing a golf club. I think it's probably one of the harder, you know, days in the gym to return to golf after. Uh, so I was like, I got no chance. Like, my chest is going to be tight. Madison's playing well. Let's just do straight up stroke play. And to my surprise, you know, I had a few on the range and I felt pretty loose. Madison was getting loose on the range. Wasn't hitting it great. Um, and we went to the first hole. And if you check out the YouTube videos, it won't be up um, when you're listening to this, but it will be up soon. Uh, Madison, very strong start. I mean, absolutely striped a two iron. It probably went 250 yards. Left yourself with 40 yards in. Hit a wedge to 15 feet. Unfortunately, it was on the wrong side of the, you know, the slope and all. You had a downhill slider. Lagged it, two putted for par, and you were one up. Yeah. I hit four iron. Hit a wedge. Too much cut on the wedge. Took a slope off the green, and then failed to get up and down. But. You know, Madison's one up through through one, and I'm like, all right, here we go. And and little did I know, Madison was thinking, all right, here we go, after the tee shot, and proceeded to to blow up. Yeah. No, it was a, it, it was a quick turn of events, um, I will say that. And it just kind of – the one thing I always find that I do is I compound, like, all of my errors. So instead of – you know, you hit a bad shot and you're like, okay, how do I recover here? Maybe I just reset somewhere in the fairway and then give myself another shot. So for example, um, on the second hole, second tee box, I hit two iron again, just trying to get something in the middle of the fairway, give myself about 140 into this downhill green. So I hit two iron terribly. It kind of goes to the left. It's not a, a straight up pull, but it, it does go left. And I get out there and I've got 200 yards. <laughs> into a a super super tough green it's two-tiered um and i mean if you're not up at the top it's rolling all the way back down so i pull five iron um and just absolutely chunk it i don't know what it hits i see it bounce i'm thinking it's in in a green side bunker and i'm like okay that's 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 respectable i can i can deal with that no it's on like the very edge of this creek that runs in between the fairway and the green and it's being held held up by some briars mm-hmm. and yeah i i don't know at that point i'm just starting the wheels are starting to spin at, at that point i get up to it um somehow make solid contact with it hit 58 and it gets up runs through the green can i stop you there for yeah. a second you just said you're hitting your third shot out of the briars. Yep. And the wheels are already starting to turn. Yeah, because I think I had convinced myself that that five iron was in greenside bunker. And that was my mindset going to it. I'm like, all right, it's greenside bunker. I know the, this one's going to have a big lip to it. I've got to get it up there. And so when you're walking up and I'm looking around, I'm like, uh-oh, I don't see it. I saw it take a big bounce. I had, I had no idea where it is. And then to turn around and see it kind of just perched up right there. Didn't I tell you it was in the in the creek? You just didn't believe you, me? Well, because I saw it bounce. If I didn't see it bounce, I would have been like, yeah, it's definitely in the in the creek. Okay. But I still don't understand what it would have hit, though. It probably just hit like a rock or something. Okay, maybe that's what it is. And come straight back down? Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, so uh, 
hit it. Sorry, I'm not done with my point. Okay. So you're in the creek. Yes. In the briars. Yep. You you punch out your third shot. You're only it's only your third shot. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm talking about. It's only your third shot. And how are the wheels already? Just because you maybe thought it was in a bunker and you end up, you know, in some branches and briars. Yep. Like you, you you're not thinking like, all right, let's just punch it out onto the green and then two putt for bogey. I mean, I am thinking that, but then when that next shot, as after that came, that ball came off the club face, I was like, oh, this is not bad because it's going to get up on the green. It it crossed. It's going to get up on the green, and then it runs through, and there's a bunker behind the green. And at that point, that's when I was like, oh no, oh no, because the pin is at the top, and it's not clo- it's not super close to the fall off point, but I mean the the greens are pretty quick, so you know kind of short-sighted myself there it's almost impossible to stop that close so i hit a decent bunker shot out of it and it just rolls all the way to the bottom so then at that point i'm looking up uphill <laughs> uphill and the strokes are just adding up in my head um and then you know pretty pretty decent no i didn't two putt did i I think I three-putted from there. I think I yanked it left on that short one. I'll have to go back and look at the footage. I don't know. But, yeah, after that, I mean, I was I was just – I was out there. I was just – it was an out-of-body experience. I was just standing on the side just being, man, what have you done already? I think on days like today when you, you know you may not have it, instead of looking at the pin for every at every shot – We'll just be like, all right, where can I go? Right? You know, that short-sighted bunker to the right may not be the right place. So let me just aim left and two-putt for par. I feel like you're always trying to play hero ball. You're oh, always trying to get yeah. up and down. Well, it's you're always looking for the big play, right? You're looking oh. for you're looking for that that uh, pick six. You're looking for that punt return. That's like when you get behind the eight ball, that's kind of how my mind works. It's like, all right, how do we somehow recover here? And that's that's probably what does me more damage than anything else yes it's because like i said maybe on that i mean i didn't have a, a great lie um on when i hit that five iron it wasn't bad but if you're not feeling the confidence in that shot because i think on the range we only hit a couple balls there i didn't hit five iron i hit 50 degree eight iron two iron so i mean i would never say like lay up just put something down at the end and then give yourself another shot but it's just Everything was compounding after that. So, yeah, my mind was spinning, uh, stepping on the uh, third tee box. Yeah, so I stepped on the third tee, um, three wood in hand. Uh, yeah. This hole definitely requires a fade. Um, and, you know, so he, hit, he hit three wood, blocked it way out to the right. I thought it was OB for sure. Um, hit a provisional. Ends up the first ball was in bounds. Um but it maybe went like what two hundred yards. Yeah, it 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 was a, just a sky ball. Um, I'm I'm not like I have. I looked at my club thinking that it's got to be, you know, a spot like right at the top oh, of the yeah, face, yeah, and yeah, it yeah. it wasn't. I don't know how. I must have just been swinging up on it so much, um, trying to somehow get it to cut because my normal ball flight is left, and my miss is a hard left. Yeah. So um, not really the a, a comfortable shot for me there, but. Luckily, and, it, it didn't have a, a dummy mark on it. But, yeah, probably only about 200. And then on the layup, you again, you're trying to play hero ball. You cut off 
way too much of the dog leg. Yep. Catch a tree, drop straight down, mm-hmm. and then again, I'm try I'm I'm standing right behind him with the camera, and you all see this in the video. I'm trying to find a window of like where is he going to send this golf ball, and I don't see anything. And he can go left, but he's going like straight towards the hole, and he ends up hit, like hitting this like. I don't even know what that shot would be. It's almost like a bump and run. Yeah, that's what it is. But from like 100 yards, like yeah. keeping it under the trees. Mm-hmm. But then again, like he doesn't think about his next shot, and he ends up with probably the hardest chip shot you can have on that hole. Short-sided, bunkers left and right. Yeah. And and <laughs> and then he flubs a chip. And by this point, again, I guess those wheels are turning Oh, yeah, he it's bad at that point. Up. He just wants to finish the hole. Uh, I honestly got tired of recording all of his shots, just set the camera up behind me, and I finished the hole. Um, and the, by by the end of the third hole, I think you were, what were you, five? I was five back. over, yeah. Five over, so yep. you were four back. Um, but, yeah, it was... It was interesting. You'll see it all in the video. Um, but that's well, the thing about this course, though. Like, if you put yourself in a in a bad position, like you're you're dead. There's so not much. Just this course. Well, but I'm saying that like this course because it is shorter, right? You don't necessarily need to hit driver a lot around here. So if you're not kind of in a good area, like you're, I mean, I wouldn't say there's a ton of trees here, but I seem to find them and the mm-hmm. bunkers too. So um, plenty of bunkers here at Belmont. I don't know, did we say where we were? I don't know. We said in the videos, but Belmont Golf Course, great place, good bunkers. Yeah, greens are rolling pretty well. They are, yeah. Um, Tilling half design. I know you and Mike are architect nuts. Yeah, and then uh, Daviselov just did the redesign a couple years ago, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, it was it was a rough day out there. It definitely was. So I played six, and then just filmed Sterling the rest of the round. Sterling had. I think a pretty solid day. What did you end up shooting? Yeah, I don't know. Top? I was too worried about the match that we had going with Peyton and Noah. Yeah. So Peyton and Noah, um, my good buddies, we did a cart match, best ball, stroke play. Um, and that was pretty much a good match all the way down to the end. Um, on the 10th hole, so it was a 12-hole match for the cart golf. On the 10th hole, um, I pretty much stuffed a 9-iron inside 10 feet and made the putt they both made boogie and had a three shot lead with two to play but over other than that it was, it was a pretty good match um pretty good match all day so yeah no it, it was i thought you played pretty well i thought you putted really well too i mean there were some that I, I know that you wish you had um but other than that i thought it was pretty good yeah i probably shot two or three over yeah that's not bad so i was going to ask you yep so we've, we've kind of been talking about the the mental state uh, that I was in today. So you played in the state open a couple times. Okay. Um, you've you've played in some some match play tournaments and um, some other big other big high pressure tournaments. Would you say? Sure. Okay. Where is this going? <laughs> right, I'm I'm getting to it. All right. So you know when you find yourself you know in a match or you know whether it's like let's take one of your your match play things right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when you find yourself, you're you're going head to head, and you just feel like the swing's not there, or there's something that you're missing. Like, where do you where do you go from there? Obviously, you know that my game is hero ball, but like, where do you go? Like, how do you f- like flip the switch on your mind to not so much 
be, like you said, not so much shooting pins or anything, but just kind of get a ball in play, like kind of guarantee yourself a ball in play on every tee and at least give yourself a shot? Hmm. Yeah, that's a good question. So you're saying I, I don't really have it today. Right, yeah. So like you, you get there, you warm up, It's everything's a little loose. You're just kind of... Okay, well, first you're, of all, you're searching. First of all, I never judge around by the rain session. Uh, and I agree, yeah. So I don't care how I'm hitting on the range. I'm still going into the, you know, the playing portion with full confidence. Um, now let's say I'm, you know, the first four holes. For me, it's usually not the full swing. Like even in, I think we've talked about this before. Like even if I'm, you know, slicing my driver, I'll just play the slice. Like I'm fine with that. Um, for me, it's the putting. If the putting through the first four holes isn't too great, that'll get in my head. That switch is a lot harder to flip. Um, but for for match play, I know that my average game, like I'm such a competitor. Mm-hmm. If I'm not playing, you know, at my best and it's average, like I'm such a competitor, I will find a way. Like I tell myself, like. I don't care who's next to me. Like, they're just not going to beat me. I don't care if I'm two down, four to play. Like, I'm going to find a way to win, you know, three out of the next four holes and, and win the match. I'm also, like, and, and Peyton and Noah, they know this. I'm, I get kind of mean. <laughs> <laughs> and you know this, too. I get kind of mean on the golf course. And, like, in my head, I'm I'm honestly, like, I'm saying, like, this guy over here has got no chance. Like he sometimes you verbalize that against me as well. So only the it's people not necessarily I know. A thought. Only the people <laughs> I know. I don't know. I mean, I just I have I believe in myself a lot, and honestly, you know, it gets out of hand sometimes. But so, I mean, I get that with match play, right? You're I would say that you know, unless you're Steven Ames out there, you're never really out of it, right, in match play. Mm-hmm. Your competitor's always going to make a mistake, and that kind of opens the door. But when it comes to stroke play, right, if you're playing against someone, like I'm playing against you, we're playing straight up, and the person you're playing with shoots even par in a hole or even birdies a hole, and you double it or triple it just because of whatever shot that you hit, like how do you come back from that? And I think that's really kind of more of what I'm saying because – for me, like you, all, you feel so far behind at that point. But why? You have s- just because if like it's, a match play, right? You can lose a hole. Stroke play, even if it's stroke. Okay. There's so many holes remaining in golf, right? And especially in stroke play, anything can happen. Uh, I, One yeah. ball goes out of bounds. You're back in the match. Okay. But <laughs> I guess what I'm saying is. So you're playing someone that's a little bit better than you, right? I'm playing you, who's much better than I am, okay. right? right. Your playing competitor is not making mistakes like that. Like if I'm playing someone that is is the same, you know, is the same handicap as me, and we're shooting roughly the same score, then yeah, I, I agree. I there is always a possibility of them hitting a ball out of bounds or finding a hazard or anything like that. But if you're playing someone that's a pretty steady golfer, those opportunities are minimized yeah right like kind of what we said you're gonna keep the ball in front of you yeah sure i mean even on was it three today when there's water left there was a possibility you could have gone in the water but you were up so i mean that's kind of what i'm saying you go through five and you're already four shots behind i think it was four shots behind you at that point 
Yeah, I mean, at that point, you just have no chance. Um, <laughs> if you're playing someone that's better than you and you know they're not going to make a mistake and you're four down through five, yeah. my question to you would be, can you make four or five birdies in the next seven holes, yes or no? No. Then you're just done. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. That's why the hero shot is is how I, I was playing it. So then, like, There's got to be something that you know you kind of go after. Maybe something clicks. Maybe you, you get a couple birdies strung together, but... When you're playing someone, like I said, that is a steady golfer, how do you, without going for those shots and then just trying to right the ship and everything, it's going to be really tough. But then if you're four down through five, why are you still playing me? Like in your mind, why can't you just say, all right, we're going to start a new stretch of holes here. My goal is to shoot this in the next three holes or four holes. So it's almost changing the mindset. Yeah, right? you've, and you've lost the match. Okay. Let's just move. What can I do in the next you know, a couple of holes that'll, you know, give me some positive energy and change my mindset. Okay. And then build off of that. Okay. Again, you're probably going to lose the match, but hopefully your your game after that will be better. So you're looking to kind of just take take away any positives that you can at that point. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think that's because I'm competitive as well. I'm always, that's why it's tough for me to turn that off. I'm sure it would be tough for you to turn that off as well, but... um I mean, it's definitely something to try. I'll give it a shot. So, overall, how would you say that your game is right now? I mean, I was looking at it, so I, I don't know if you, you saw it. So, the VSGA qualifying st- sites for the State Open came out. I think they go from, I think they start like towards the end of April and maybe go through early June. So, you know. You're a couple months away. Mm-hmm. How do you feel your game is right now? I actually really like where my game is right now. Yeah. Um, I was gonna. I'm trying to figure out a, a way to say it, but my game right now is 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 pretty average for me. Um, I'm not practicing a whole lot, but I'm hitting it pretty straight. Like my misses are going straight. Um, my putting is a little bit better than what it typically is, so that's great. Um, the short game could use a little bit of work. Um, missing a few irons on the wrong side of holes or whatever, but for not practicing, like the game is there. Again, I need to figure out a practice routine that works for me, clean up a couple of things, and instead of shooting three over today, you know, that round flips and it goes to two under. Um, so, I, yeah, I love the state of my game right now. Are you thinking you might make any changes to any of your equipment beforehand? Yeah, I got to find a shaft for my three wood. I'm not sure what. I think I'm, you you only hit it once today, right? Yeah, and just kind of pulled I, it. No, I actually, I hit a push a push hook. Um, so f- for those of you that don't know, my swing path is so in to out um, that with three wood and it being, you know, pretty much off the ground, um, I don't my attack angle isn't steep enough. Mm-hmm. I put topspin on it. It's it's a hook and it gets really it, it really gets going to the left. So I typically don't hit my three wood, which is unfortunate because, you know, two iron only goes two twenty five. Driver, if I'm hitting it well, can go like two eighty, two eighty five. Um, but there's nothing in between. Right. Yeah. So when you get the hole, it's kind of tight, four hundred yards. You don't want to hit two iron and have a six iron in, mm-hmm. or that three wood could go potentially, you know, two sixty. Um, and then you have a nine iron in instead. Um, but yeah, this, the shaft I'm swinging right now is a Diamana blue, 
70 X. Um, but I don't know. I just, it hasn't worked out. The two iron has a hazardous black 6.5 in it. The driver has the same, but with a different weight. Um, and I, I hit those pretty well. It's a little spinny, but honestly, like if I could get some consistency with my three, what I would take the spin. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I might just try to find a hazardous black 6.5 to put in the three wood. I know a place that has one. Oh yeah. I do. <laughs> and the only thing is it's got a, I think it's a TSI head attached to it and I'd have to buy the whole thing just for the shaft or I could just go to project X and get a shaft. That's true. Yeah. And I'd have to find an adapter. Hmm. But I don't know. So how would you, are you going to fit yourself for that? I mean, you just kind of, kind of look at the spin numbers on that three wood. Obviously you're pretty comfortable and, and used to playing the, the smoke shafts now anyways, but yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I, I probably should just go to a club champion or somewhere and get fit for it. Um, but I don't know. I also don't, I don't know. I just never, I've never really gotten like a professional to fit me like at a club champion or, you know, a golf galaxy or whatever. Not that I would ever go to golf galaxy to get fit. Um, I don't know. I just kind of, I, I put the two iron. No, so I, I fit myself for the driver and yeah, I remember that it, it worked out really well. I was in it. I was in it. Great. Um, spin numbers were down. Attack angle was positive, which for me is really good. Um, and when I get under a pressure situation, attacking gets a little steep, spin increases, but it's, it's a controllable fade. And same thing kind of with that two iron is I can hit, you know, a nice draw. I can also hit a low fade and the spin numbers never get too crazy. And I know every club is different, but I really just want to try the same shaft in a three wood and see what happens for me. Hmm. So you change, maybe change the shaft, but everything else is going to stay the same. Obviously, you're feeling a little more comfortable with your putter now. I know that was something you had kind of talked about, but it seems like pretty friendly with that now. Just kind of a little more confidence behind it. Yeah, that's all it is. I'm just telling myself that, you know, we're going to raise the hands a little bit. That puts me in a better position. Better position allows me to roll the ball a little bit better, and a better roll should lead to better results. So, yeah, just a little bit more confidence. Shout out to Madison Hill for the for the putting tip. Yeah, I wish I could give myself some swing tips. Um, so I think that's pretty much it from Belmont. Um, I do want to say, so we mentioned earlier I played Birdwood, um, UVA's home course in Charlottesville on Monday. Um, if you haven't been there, it's it is a beautiful course. It's a nice layout. It's pretty open, not a lot of trees, um, but it's a. I think Davis Love just did that one a couple years ago too. So kind of the same, same idea as this, um, bunkers in some really good spots, kind of those landing areas, but, um, I'd love to see what it looks like kind of in prime, prime season Mm -hmm. because it was, it was a little rough out there, but moving on a couple, couple things in the news this week. Yeah. What do we got? Did you see T gate? (laughs) That was all, that was everywhere. I, 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 I don't get it. Um, if you didn't, if you haven't seen it, it's been all over Twitter and Instagram and everywhere else. Um, the DP World Tour this week. Do you know what their tournament is? Um, I do not. I just feel like they're still out in Dubai. I, I think they are as well. Um, let me just double check here. Dubai Desert Classic. 
Yes. So um, there are a couple PGA Tour players there this week, uh, I guess on exemptions. Rory McIlroy being one of those, uh, world number one. But also in the field, several live players, um, including the current leader right now on Saturday, Richard Bland. But Patrick Reed is there. Supposedly he walked up to Rory on the range, uh, shook his caddy's hand, and then tried to make a comment or say something to Rory, and Rory just kind of ignored him. So he kind of tossed or flicked or whatever a live aces team t at him and um, apparently that is the golf world equivalent of a a bar fight i don't know i mean it just blew up that was the biggest news that that was out so i kind of want to get your thoughts on it i know kind of what what my opinion is i don't i don't know that rory knows or like owes patrick reed anything um at this point i guess you know, you can just kind of ignore him if you don't if you don't want to talk to him. But are you surprised that Patrick Reed kind of went up to him and tried to say something after they're in kind of this heated lawsuit? Yeah, so I have no idea why Patrick Reed would ever need to say hello, apologize, whatever, to Rory. Um, their relationship in the past, I've never seen them really hang out before. I, I never thought that they were close before. You know, the only time you see them is when they're playing a Ryder Cup match against each other. Yeah. Um, and, you know, when they play in the Ryder Cup, you know, it's always a great match. They, you know, give the fans what they want, a couple of finger waggles, whatever. Um, but at the end, they shake hands, and, and that's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, Reed went to live. A couple of live players tried to sue. Um, the PGA Tour, Patrick Reed, what was it they delivered a, a subpoena? Yeah, so it. I guess it's come out that it wasn't necessarily Patrick Reed. It was Patrick Reed's lawyer who was also suing Rory McIlroy. I don't know. Patrick Reed has pretty much sued the entire golf world over the last 12 months. But um, they delivered a subpoena to Rory McIlroy at his home on Christmas Eve. Yeah. Um, and I think that was the one thing that Rory just kind of was like, why would you even think to come up to me? Yeah. I mean, I don't know what Patrick Reed was expecting. Um, I'm sure he wasn't expecting any type of warm embrace, hug, anything like that. But So my first thought is, why? Why would you go over there? Yeah. Now, I think the reason he went over there is because Patrick Reed knew cameras were on him. He probably knew that Rory wasn't going to say hi and maybe just wanted to put his name out in the news a little bit. Maybe. I mean, they did the media kind of blew up and everyone was asking questions about it. And I thought it was funny that um, Patrick Reed made the comment because Rory didn't shake his hand or, or I guess acknowledge him. He said, if you're going to act like a child, you'll get treated like a child or something along those lines. And I just thought, I mean, is that not the definition of Patrick Reed? I mean, Patrick Reed has sued. I want to say most of the players on the tour, I think, there's something with Rory McIlroy. He's sued Brandel Chambly, um, a couple golf riders. I mean, it's basically like anytime if you say anything negative about Patrick Reed, you, you can expect a lawsuit. I, I take that back. We are, we're not going to say anything. We don't have the funds yet to to be in any type of litigation <laughs> with Patrick Reed. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it just seems like it's probably what you're saying. He wanted, I guess, some media attention, and he's got some media attention now, but I just don't think – Anyone that has any type of self-awareness would think that Patrick Patrick Reed walking up to Rory McIlroy, that Rory would respond in any way other than either ignoring him or, you know, giving him the finger. I don't know. 
Yeah, it's... I don't know. It's a horse and... What do they say? A horse and donkey show? Well, is that not right? I don't know. <laughs> it's horse a, and pony show? I don't know. It's... Yeah. It's... Dog and pony show? I don't know, man. Okay. It's ridiculous, the stuff that's going on in the golf world right now. Um, yeah, dang, I was going to say... I forgot what I was going to say. I was going to say something about Patrick Reed. But now I can't remember. It's probably a good thing. Oh, here we go. I got it. Okay. The leaderboard right now. So looking at the DP World Tour, yep. there are a bunch of players at 8-under. They had a weather delay the first day. Mm-hmm. So they just finished the second round starting at tonight, uh, the third round tonight. And I don't know what the pairings are for the third round, but yeah, Patrick Reed and Rory McIlroy are both at 8-under. I don't know if they're going to play together, but that would be very interesting. If I can't remember if I, I thought they were both at six under the other day, and I don't know if they played. The first round I don't know if they, they played together that round or not. No, I don't think so. Okay, uh, so yeah, I mean, I think that would be interesting to see, but I just don't think DP would put them together. Well, it's not. It's not a choice. Well, there's four of them at eight under right now, right? Yeah, but it's about what time you finish. Well, right now, I think Patrick Reed. It's Patrick Reed, and then there's two players in between him and then Rory. If they're if that's their finishing order, it's not okay. Well, the leaderboard. If uh, if you're doing what I'm doing, looking on Google, it's just it's just random. It's random. Like where they okay. finish. Um, but yeah, for the tee times, it's whoever finishes first goes out Yikes. last. So, um, but I do want to say, Manuel Lee. Yeah, he was one over after round one, and now. He is he shot seven under in round two, so he's wow. six under in the top or just outside the top twenty, but trending and uh just a three four shots back of the lead. So hopefully another good weekend. Did you see what if his uh world golf ranking improved? Did you see what it, it went did. to? It did. I think it went to fifty two. Is it fifty two or fifty? Either he's right at that number or he's just outside of it for the masters. In the uh, in the major championships, but I think that gets him into the match play. Yeah, uh, if he can stay there, uh, and hopefully some some other events. But again, men really keep it up. Games are looking looking really good. Yeah. So um, over on the PGA Tour, they are still playing. This is a Saturday finish this week. A little bit different. Um, currently tied for first. Mike's pick. Max Homa, um, sitting at 11 under right now. Um, I had Colin Morikawa this week, who is seven under, and then Sterling Xander, who's four under right now. So if it stays this way, obviously Mike's going to win. But I did want to mention two players that are kind of on their comeback tour, I guess, maybe. Um, Jason Day and Ricky Fowler, both T5 right now. Yep. Ricky Fowler with a little bit of a, a newer-ish swing. Both of them. Jason Day with a new swing. He had to change his swing due to his back, right? Yeah. Just something that's going to yeah. take that pressure off. And then Ricky Fowler, of course, back with back with Butch now. He was with um, John Tillery for a while. Yeah. Trent's guy. Your guy. You you went on the website and looked at a price. Yeah, how much did I say it was? I think it was like five. Whew. Yeah. I need I need help, but I don't know. I can spend five hundred dollars on help. If look, if Trent went out there and broke ninety. And then 80, I'd be like, ooh, maybe that's money well spent. Well, Trent hasn't broken 90 yet. I know. That's what I'm saying. Oh, you're saying if he does. If he does, yeah. If yeah. he was able to go out there and do that, I'd be like, okay, well, maybe there's some uh, maybe there's some secret sauce down there. But, yeah, um, 
excited to see both of them back, honestly. I told you last week I was really rooting for for Jason Day, um, one of the players I kind of got into the game that was at the height of his career, I guess. Um, so really excited to see him back. He faded a lot. But Ricky Fowler, too. I know when the whole Live was, cre- I guess, Live tour was created, um, there was a lot of rumors of him going over there just because it seemed like they were picking off some of the players mm-hmm. with big names but not really in the prime of their career anymore. Um, obviously, Ricky was probably top of that list. But um, good to see him still on the tour and uh, getting his game back together. Yep, played well last week. Both of them did. Um, have you seen – did he wear orange on Sunday last week? You know, I didn't pay attention if he did or not. Yeah, I don't – I, I think he still it. does. It's just – it's more muted now. Yeah. It's, it's like not, the logos are orange and, like, everything else is black or white or something. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, yeah. I don't think he could have kept up the – the no. ne- like almost an it was no it wasn't like a neon orange it was like a safety orange yeah it was, it was a I've lot. heard I've heard people call it a creamsicle creamsicle I think orange. it's darker orange than that though <laughs> I get the I get the reference but I think it's even darker than that yeah um so tell me a little bit about what you got going on this week you are traveling tomorrow which is why we can do the podcast where are you going and what are you doing uh, I am headed. On a work trip to Frisco, Texas. We're going to the PGA headquarters. Nice. Don't worry. I'll take photos. I <laughs> typically don't when I go to places, but, you know, Madison's always like, got to get more photos. So I'm going to take some photos. I'm going for my uh, level two seminar, trying to become a PGA member. Uh, so I'll be out there Sunday all the way until Saturday. Unfortunately, I'm going to miss some of the football tomorrow. Oh, well. Um they got Wi-Fi on the plane, probably. You can catch yeah, it there. Not, I don't. I don't pay for it. Ooh. I'm not gonna. I'm. I'm not that guy. I'm just gonna listen to my. Maybe you'll get seated next to somebody that will pay for it, and you it's, can just look. So I went to Texas in September, and college football had just started, and I can't remember what game was on, but this guy was watching everything. Oh really? Just on his like iPhone, he had every game on, and I was like, you know, I was doing cut one of the, <laughs> a couple of those, looking over your uh, shoulder there, I guess. Um, but it was funny. I'm worried though. I'm I'm having some knee issues right now, um, and it's on the same side of my body as my big toe that I oh, injured, God. and the right side of my body is just hurting right now. And if I stay seated for too long, it gets bad. Did you pick your seat? I have an aisle seat. Okay, so that's good. I got a couple of these. I'm gonna extend the leg a little bit, but but still, like once it starts, man, it gets it gets bad real quick. All right. Well, That's once if the as long as there's no turbulence, just get up out of your seat every once in a while and stand up. I've never gotten out of my seat in an airplane before. Never. No, that's that's a lie. I had to go to the bathroom once on the way to England when I was in the eighth grade. Okay, so just same thing. Just get up. There's I've seen you know flying a lot a couple years ago. Well, I guess it's longer than that. Probably about five years ago. I was spending a lot of time in airports. Um, I've seen someone do almost like full on stretching, just like in the middle of the aisle, just getting out there, doing some lunges, stretching the back. Isn't that what Russell Wilson was doing on the team plane? Oh, and I they don't were know. Was one of them for it? Probably. Yeah, I think so. Probably. He was probably doing drop back drills, um, eating his foot long sub. Um, but yeah, I mean, don't feel don't feel bad about standing up. Yeah. So going to Texas, um, the Mavericks play on thursday night there you I go. might go watch probably the, the best young player in the game right now 
Uh, so go watch Luca. I'm not sure who they're playing. I think they're playing the Pelicans. Okay. So I don't think Zion is back. I think he's out. Um, is he injured again? I think so. Jeez. Yeah, it's unfortunate for him. It's just it's just a big body, man. It's tough. The way yeah. he moves and yeah. how aggressive his cuts and everything are, it's a big body for that. But Yeah. So go watch them. Fly back Saturday. Um, are you playing any golf down there? I know you'll probably have full days of uh, learning, but are you you hope not? Did you say you hope not? I did, yeah. That's I'm, tough to hear listen, from for, from a person that travels with their clubs everywhere, but you say you hope not? Yeah, I'm not taking my clubs. I'm oh taking my a carry-on and a backpack. Might film a vlog when I'm out there. I don't know. Yikes. Having that camera on the plane is kind of awkward. Uh, but we're trying to get over that. Um, yeah, I don't like... I think it's it's eight thirty to five thirty Monday through Friday, and I'm pretty sure we're just in like a classroom, or it's more of an auditorium because there's gonna be like two hundred plus people there. But yeah, yeah. I, don't, I think it's just gonna be they're gonna sit down, you're gonna listen, and you're gonna sign here, and boom, okay, Check one thing off the list for for the PGA. Uh, but I don't know, we'll see. Yeah, that's um, that's tough. I mean, I get it. Um, flying with your clubs is always kind of a a dicey situation you see see online all the time even the professionals bags getting lost so i guess i get that i've also seen some clubs broken before but um yeah i don't know i just feel like that would have been ideal to play down there probably yeah, warm and everything too that's what people are saying like oh the weather's gonna be so nice i was like i thought i don't know i thought north texas is kind of like virginia oh i don't know they were like no nah, it's a little bit warmer i was like all right i guess we'll see i haven't looked at the weather so i haven't even yeah, looked yet or anything you might want to look at the weather i will be uh going to chicago in two weeks and i guarantee the weather is going to be very very brisk yeah it's going to be nuts yeah i'm kind of hoping it snows and gets canceled but there you go yeah. yeah let me just put that into the into the atmosphere yeah yeah so that's exciting so you come back um friday you said saturday saturday okay long week it is but you only have to go once per level so go ahead knock it out get over with kind of the off season here so not going to miss a whole bunch of work um shoot there's one more thing i was going to say there's one more thing i did want to say i don't know if you saw it on the leaderboard john rom isn't playing great he's three over on the day so i didn't see that his worst round in like six months um yeah i know i saw a couple of stats about how he could get to world number one, um, which was obviously win, finish solo second, or um, I'm trying to think. There was one where Rory had to finish worse than third, um, where he could get it as well, but obviously not ca- capitalizing on the opportunity and um, not, not playing too well, which is surprising. But, I mean, the way he's been playing, it's got to be tough to kind of keep that that momentum going. Yeah. I mean, he hasn't played three weeks in a row, but, I mean, it is tough to go back-to-back sometimes. Back-to-back-to-back. To back to back. Yeah. Um, and the tour is headed to Pebble, right? They're headed to Pebble next week mm-hmm. to finish off the California swing. Um, then they go to Florida. But we will save our picks. I guess we just won't announce them on the podcast. Yep, we'll um, post those instead. We'll, yeah, we'll put them on Instagram, so stay tuned for that. Um, a lot of great things coming. We've got a lot of content coming up from today. Uh, should be pretty fun. I'm going to well, have some stuff. Fun for some people. Well, yeah, fun. It'll, it'll be fun for you watching. <laughs> um, 
We did a, we talked about the seven iron challenge on the par three course. No, we didn't. All right. So mm-hmm. the last the so Belmont is a twelve hole championship golf course, and they have a three hole or a six hole par three. And Madison, you know, after we finished, he had the idea of let's go let's go play the par three, only with the seven iron. And again, started out very interesting. And let's just say one person didn't uh, finish. So go ahead and head over to the YouTube when that comes out. I wouldn't say that, but yeah. There was a clear winner, though. There was a clear winner. You didn't finish? Yeah, the match was over. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Yeah, um, it was... It Honestly, it was, it was fun. Uh, you definitely look at the hole a little bit differently when you just have the seven iron. We didn't do putters at all. It was seven irons all the way through. Um, but yeah, I mean... once again i had some spots in there i was like wow this is good uh made a really good par on one hole and made a lot of not so good swings on other holes so make sure you watch that it's going to be pretty interesting at this point i was already pretty defeated from the 12 holes so probably not as charismatic as normal but (laughs) it's okay still worth a watch yeah still worth a watch well all right Thank you all for listening. Check us out on all the socials at 2in1golf or 2in1golf podcast. I'm going to go make Madison fly the drone for a little bit. We're going to get a couple shots so you all see those in the videos. But uh, stay tuned, and we'll see you next week. Bye.